0: you pretty excited about that coffee? The Chimera? Fucking A.
1: Fire. Yeah. yeah. A fire. I like it. I like it. I take it, um, especially on the days that I do 24-hour fast. I start with the Chimera coffee in the morning, and I'm one serving, and I'm good all day long.
0: I'm trying to figure out if I like it or I like the, the owners the, more. Oh yeah, I like them so much that I when I'm drinking the coffee, yeah, Man, I like yeah. this. I yeah. like the flavor. I like the effects the most. I do. That's I, my favorite. Part. I feel like that. I feel like that affects me because I'm just that person. I'm totally somebody who wants to buy things from people that I like, and I feel like we wait. Oh, yeah. it's, it's, a, very cool it's cool that too. Yeah. we waited so long before we would consider we we're dating somebody. Right, we're yeah. finally dating somebody. Okay, we have our first date. Chimera Coffee is 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 a official sponsor of Mind Pump. And uh, it took us a long time before we would actually They're nice, up. young, attractive guys. Well, real. That They'll, helps. R- we really, really like the guys a lot. We like what they stand for. We like what they're building. And we're very excited to be a part of it. So, And they happen to have a kick-ass fucking they product. They got a good product. Yeah. No, yeah. the coffee is badass. Great so,
2: people they've aligned themselves with. I mean, they're doing everything the right way. It was very easy for us to, you know connect with them.
0: Doug just set it up on our Mind Pump Media page so you can go to mindpumpmedia.com you can actually see the direct link right there.
1: Click on it use the coupon code Mind Pump 10% off.
0: Coupon code's right there on the page too. Doug put it in red writing so you can't miss it so just go to our mindpumpmedia.com page click the Chimera link they'll send you over.
1: It's not normal coffee it's coffee infused with natural nootropics so it does feel a little bit different. Gotta try it to know what I'm talking about hello hello hey it's doug
3: it's me hello
1: dougie my old friend
3: (laughs) i am here again i'm glad to see you back again and we have t-shirts to give away how to win those shirts dougie yeah doug yes how you doing buddy i'm doing well how you doing i'm
1: you know i'm pretty good i'd like to hear
3: i want to hear who won free t-shirts well, we got 16 reviews in the past seven days. That's good. Okay, not that's too not, bad. That's not bad. Uh, we picked bad. up from where we were on the the vacation time. Yep. yep. Good job, people. Thank um, you, my friends. And I just want to put it out there again that you know we get a lot of great reviews, but we can't choose everybody. But we will choose uh, a lot of people, our very favorite ones. And this week we're going to give out four four t shirts. All right. What do these shirts look like, Doug? These are. Mind pump shirts—they're black on black. Mm. They're beautiful. Yeah. They're pretty sexy. Yeah, back you can see back. them up. You can see them up on the uh, the website if you go to the store there. But you can actually get a free one just possibly. by leaving a review
1: on iTunes. You go on iTunes, find Mind Pump, leave a five star rating and review, and if we like it more than the others. Mm. Then you get a free. You just we mail it to you. I, write, write something unique. Just right, so, just tell the truth.
0: And, yeah. and if you don't win, just so you guys know, you can actually buy t-shirts. I don't think a lot of people know this, but we have <sighs> we have t-shirts that on too easy, the man. yeah, no, the mind pump, the mind pump media page. If you go to our store, there's uh, a plethora of shirts and tanks and hats and goodies. So when you like a word, you
1: use that word a lot. When was the last time
0: I said plethora?
1: Like the last Mm, two episodes, maybe? Probably, yeah. No, bro. I I promise you.
0: I don't even know if I've ever used that word.
1: I swear, what? I I learned it today. (laughs) Oh, okay. (laughs) I learned it
2: today.
3: You just learned it today? Yeah. I I learned it. (laughs) (laughs) Plethora.
1: Jefe, what is it, plethora?
3: All right. Everybody remember that? (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so I'm going to read off the four winners (laughs) for this week. We have Becca Mac, I Garcia, username spelled with a Z, And the last one is J-D-I-H-X-I-E-B-S-Y. There you go. Yeah, so send your name, the one I just read off, to iTunes at mindpumpmedia.com. Include your shirt size and your mailing address, and we'll get that right out to you. Thanks again. If you want to pump your body and expand your mind, there's only one place to go. Mind pump, mind pump, with your hosts Sal De Stefano,
0: Adam Schaefer, and Justin Andrews. You guys see the Instagram post that I posted today about the Smith machine? Yeah, the the the, the weird kneeling. Uh, yeah, 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 so yeah, it's a yeah. new. Squat. Have you guys seen this yet in the gym? It's no, like, I
1: haven't seen it in the gym because I don't work out vertical a lot hip thrust. You, know, <laughs> you don't work out what? I don't work out a lot of times at uh, at gyms. I work out. I still work out at the studio that I, I work out. Oh, are
0: my. you really? Yeah, I don't, you know what? I'm spoiled, bro. I don't like working out in gyms anymore. I'm not sure if I would consider that spoiled, but okay. Uh, kneeling the kneeling <laughs> squat is like uh, this new popular movement, and I don't it's know. Stupid. And it's, oh, I'm always like, whenever I see like a movement like that, I'm instantly like, interested. like, where is everybody getting this? And I was like, like, I gotta say it, it's poo poo. <laughs> yeah, that's right. I gotta poo poo on it. <laughs> well, here's the thing, uh, the knee, the kneeling the kneeling squat let's 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 talk just real quick about this because i wrote a post talking shit about it <laughs> by the way somebody so I just go- I googled kneeling squat
1: and you just took a picture and posted yeah I it just off. I yeah. found a random Google. yeah
0: and I I, I found a, a picture that I wanted and it was the back of someone yeah. it wasn't even their face exactly and they I even cropped the picture because they that person had like some subs and things like that that might be able to I, someone would be able to identify them and I filtered it up a little bit their backside assuming I wasn't trying to call anybody out by any means right. <laughs> Well, I guess one of my followers happens to follow who that person is, and they tagged they tagged her, and then she got on. Is and- it a male or female that followed? That it was a guy, no, it's no, no. It's gotta it got it. was another female. Oh, it was, yeah. Whoa. I think it was another female. Are you sure? Yeah, what, well, actually, inspiration? I, more than one. I saw, I, I just now looked at my page again. You know, more than one person tagged her, so oh, more than, she was. Uh,
2: she hit the genetic
0: lottery, yeah. She responded back she to me, to... Uh, thanks for the tag. Um, and I actually don't do any squats or deadlifts, and her <laughs> butt looks like that. And I'm like, oh, it's awesome. <laughs> great, yeah, congrats, I actually that's apologize. Nice. My, yeah. I, know, I, have...
1: I know someone with great calves and never just calf raise. No, racing.
0: exactly. A... Here,
1: here's the thing with kneeling squat this is there's there's only one reason i need to there's many reasons i could sit here and make a list of reasons as to why this exercise is not uh, good or, or as adam would say poo poo yes. uh here's number one you're kneeling on your patella you're putting yeah. weight on your back i'm going to be doing movements with my patella pressing down into the floor onto my knee uh that you're asking for problems that's not good actually for the shoulder for the knee joint at all uh, well, for the kneecap, I should. Well, you say. know what
2: her counterpoint would be is like. I, you know, I put my whatever on the science mat. nerd. Uh, I feel it in my booty, mm. just
0: fine. Well, what's really silly to me <laughs> is that I like the voice. you made. It's yeah. just it's an isolated hip hingement movement, the exact same exact same movement as a floor bridge. Which is a hundred percent safer for you uh, oh, to do, yeah. where you rest up. and hundred
1: percent more effective. Yes, yeah.
0: it's more effective because the think of where the weight and gravity is going, and when you're at at a complete bridge and position. And this is on the Smith machine, exactly. Uh, it's not it's like, so you're, you're it's on a, tr- like
2: a fixed, you know, vertical uh,
0: position that's not it doesn't give you any give. And the reason why I took I I used her picture because she was a perfect example of someone exactly what I'm looking for is somebody who's sitting all the way back the the bar is up on her traps and she's got 45s on each side and so if you just look straight down the the stress on her spine is just ridiculous right at that point like when you're all the way seated seated when your butt's sitting down on your your ankles right there nothing's getting more pressure than your spine is in that situation you know so when they when they when she hinges forward absolutely It's an isolation movement from the glutes. So 100%, uh, if you're trying to work on that neurological connection because you can't quite fire your glutes, this would be one way to do it, but it would be uh, way towards the bottom Of why I would ever, I would never do that with anybody. I don't know who made it up. This
1: would be an exercise. Let's say we were playing a board game right now. We're hanging out at my house. We're playing a board game. Boom, card comes up. Sal, think of quick, invent a shitty exercise for glutes.
0: (laughs) Boom, that's what I would come up with. Wow, you win! And everybody be
1: like, Like, he
0: won. You beat my donkey kicks. Damn it! (laughs) It's it's just it's not safe. It's not effective, and it looks ridiculous. You're on a Smith machine on your knees. You're already on a stupid machine, and you're on it doing it on your knees. There's only
1: one thing that's acceptable to do on your knees on a Smith machine. That's it's not that exercise. It's not that exercise. And it's not that exercise. <laughs> hey, I got a question for you guys. Do you, uh, when you guys went keto, I don't know, Justin, did you ever go keto? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. When you guys went keto, did you notice this side effect? Because uh, it's very glaring to me now. Bro,
0: going keto doesn't mean you just eat a bunch more fat, too. <laughs>
1: just, just, fuck Justin,
0: you, Justin's like I added 10 pieces yeah. of bacon for breakfast I did it for a month you, you fuck <laughs> so I, I, drink, I fasted like
1: <laughs> I, drink, I, drink, I drink butter shakes four times a day I did
2: about. it all fasted and I ate a lot of bacon so, <laughs> does, gosh, does that count? what a dick is that keto? <laughs>
1: so here's the question am I doing this right? <laughs> so here's the question though did you guys notice uh, soreness post-workout soreness was tr- like dramatically Lowered? Did you notice this at all?
0: No, you didn't. Because
1: mm, no. I noticed for myself when I'm keto and I lift weights hard, I don't get a sore at all the next day. When I have carbs, because now that uh, okay, now, okay, wait, wait, wait.
0: back well, up my here. inflammation is what I noticed. Yeah, yes, yeah, that lowered. I noticed. Yeah. Well, I'm, soreness too, though, right? Well, no, I don't really Muscle notice soreness. I don't know. Yeah, I notice more Pay attention achy, I'd have to achy, do it more often. Achy joint inflammation type feeling. Because uh, which let me. Uh, you know, I think that could be misinterpreted by people. I think, uh, you know, the feeling of soreness and inflamed joints can be close. I mean, when it's really extreme, like when the joints are really inflamed, it's obvious, well, like my joints are inflamed. But sometimes a little bit of inflammation in the joints kind of feels like your muscles could be sore, and a lot of people just kind of work through that or think they just need to take. Well, some here's off. the thing.
1: It's so here's so okay, you guys, uh, when you when you eat a lot of carbs, you notice more. Uh, inflammation in your joints that's systemic inflammation that's this that's an inflammatory response that is either heightened or a keto diet uh depresses uh or has some kind of counter to a normal correct inflammatory response so it only makes sense that muscle soreness which is a lot of it is a result of inflammation and damage Mm -hmm. um would increase when you're eating lots of carbohydrates or maybe decrease when you eat when you're not so it's just something that I notice, like because uh, I, I throw in carbs occasionally now to promote what's you know metabolic metabolic flexibility, uh, which basically in loose terms means I'm giving I want my body to be able to switch to keto, you know to ketosis very easily and then switch out of it very easily. Um, I don't want to uh, have an issue where if I try to switch fuel sources, I go through a period of where I feel shit because my body is having trouble switching. Mm-hmm. Nonetheless, I'll throw in carbs. I'll work out the next day. Uh, And I always get way more sore from the carbs. My muscles actually get more sore. Hmm. Very interesting. And I think it has to do with, uh, you know, I I know carbohydrates, especially if you have, uh, you know, intolerances to certain carbs. Or maybe if you throw some sugars in there, it might be inflammatory. But I really think it's the anti-inflammatory effects of ketones because uh, I've been reading a little bit about uh, ketones and their anti-inflammatory effects. And they themselves, more ketone bodies themselves, exert an anti-inflammatory effect effect on the body so I think it's like it's it's more that than
0: anything so you think you can feel this
1: 100% well, I've done it now so many times now and I know 100% that's what it is you should try it out like go keto for 4 or 5 days lift oh. heavy and then have a carb day and then lift heavy again and watch what happens
0: I will but I, I always feel like when you do this I just I can't take you seriously what because you don't cause how did that happen you sell yourself very early in the process you do you yeah. sell yourself early and yeah. you don't track and well. being somebody who doesn't track I'm so partial to listening to people uh. tell me about how they feel <laughs> from certain supplements or certain foods because I know the difference of what 30 grams of carbohydrates in a day can make me feel and look mm. so mm-hmm. when I know that that small of a difference can affect me like that then you you talk about adding a supplement Or doing something like that And then saying You feel something like that I'm like Well how does this motherfucker Know he just didn't have 30 you know, more grams You know what
1: Put on your lab coat No you know what You know what's happening here right Yeah, yeah. He's extremely jealous
0: That I can get
1: <laughs> As lean as I can And not track <laughs> and, <laughs> he, like, was coming. and he just gets angry He's like, uh, he's like How do you not like, track you leaner You're stronger Fuck you man do I'm do gonna you, take you down How do you not
2: track do You don't track <laughs> No
1: not, I am not, very in yeah. touch Shots fired with, I know you, with you my are body. I think we all are I th- <laughs> Yes. You are I know exactly what it feels. Listen, tuned. I, I first of all, I know I, I, know when I'm keto because I have no carbohydrates, so I don't need to track shit. There ain't no carbs there, and I know when I have carbs because I have them. So uh, when I have them, I have get soreness. When I have none of them for a while. I get
0: very little. But you're also the guy who gets a little rash and thinks he has AIDS all of a sudden. <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> or fucking gets a sniffle like a cancer. <laughs> oh my god! No, <laughs> no, 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 no. Yes, Dude. those are two separate things. <laughs> no, separate no, you were that guy. <laughs> two separate
2: things. <laughs> you
1: were that guy. I Can't believe you said AIDS. He, <laughs> he said There's, AIDS. I know. Fuck. There's
2: two separate. It goes things. past HIV.
1: One of them goes right to AIDS. One of yeah, exactly. One of them is. Uh, and a uh, illogical paranoia and the other one is just hypersensitivity to the signs and signals that my body gives you know what I'm saying I
2: I like this debate
1: this is great Come on,
0: You, get, not very you guys sensitive. threw me under
2: the bus already. Like, I, I probably was like, never even in keto, so <laughs> <laughs> I just ate a lot of
0: butter. And, yeah, yeah. And I'm like, yeah, I'm all for yeah. it. You definitely don't uh, know. You're like yeah, I put bacon, shit, tons of butter uh, on my waffles. That better be a this keto. fucking
1: counts.
2: No, I'm I'm
0: I'm very interested. I mean, anytime so you keto. say uh, what do we do? we did one not too long ago. Um, God, it was God, it was almost a year ago now when that company who came after us uh, with supplements and we were trying their supplement. And, you know, initially when you first started taking it, I felt you were pretty excited about it. And, I, and I'm the one who's, I think, the most skeptical out of all of us. Was like, uh, I'm not sold yet until I can really Schmuss dial. mana
1: for Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah exactly. hey, oh,
1: hold on a second. Hold on a second. <laughs> thanks, <laughs> thanks, Justin. Hold on a second. No problem. Uh, when, did, could, did it work when you took it? What, did, it what, what, what? did it work when you took it? Did I feel something? Yes. Yes, I did. Okay. So if we go back in time to when I said it worked, it appears
0: I was correct. It does. Mm. But why, why I'm skeptical <laughs> is we all, what else did we notice after a couple of weeks? What? Is How the body was adapted difference. to it, and we started to notice. It, it
1: fucking, I don't care. It worked for a second, and well, it stopped working.
0: So I'm very careful because you're the guy who likes to announce this shit on the radio show because you get so excited right away. And this is what I got to be careful You're with our audience. To put the brakes on, yes, because yeah, you know as yeah. soon as everyone hears that Sal's ketogenic, I have to fucking fitness nation uh, yeah. is ketogenic now because you know Sal is going <laughs> keto. It's
1: jealousy. So it is it's not. Out. It is not
0: jealousy. <laughs> I'm just trying to protect our he listeners like a little bit. No, okay. All
1: I'm saying is, all I'm saying is, and you guys even said it yourselves. Less inflammation uh, is noticeable. On ketogenic diets, and there are studies to support correct what I'm saying, and, correct and I'm just correct. and I've just noticed that also has to do with muscle soreness. Now, I will say this: I want to continue because I'm not done with this with, with this thought here.
0: It's <laughs> there's more feelings. Going. There's more feelings coming out. <laughs> there's more okay.
1: feelings here coming out. Uh, here's the drive thing. it home, baby. Uh, I have less soreness when I'm when I have no carbohydrates. Is that a good thing? I don't know. Maybe not. Right, because inflammation
0: plays a big role. In Maybe I'm muscles, blunting right? the signal. Yeah. I, I don't. I'm not saying it's good or bad. Okay, good. I like. All that I'm going, saying is I, I like that you're going this direction. All
1: right. I'm saying is I notice much less soreness uh, when I do it, and that's that. All right. <laughs> that's cool. all you got. Cool story. That's all. That's all, all, you, you, that's all, all you, you got. I'm done. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sweating a lot right now. <laughs> it's hot in here. It is hot in here.
0: <gasps> oh, <is it? gasps> They're out. oh shit! Watch here, out! Here comes yeah.
3: The eagle has landed. Chimera Qua! Today's Qua is being brought to you by Chimera Coffee. It's the only coffee that is infused with all natural nootropics for a cleaner, calmer, and more focused buzz without the crash. Click the Chimera link at mindpumpmedia.com and input the discount code MINDPUMP at checkout
0: for 10% off. It's the motherfucking Qua! The eagle has landed!
1: Quee Qua! And there it is. That was our first uh, uh, new intro. To I the, love it. Isn't I it great? It. Oh, Doug isn't it it's wonderful? so my
0: speed. Doug, you good did job, a fa- fantastical job there with that surprise. My, uh,
1: why don't you guys tell me I sang so good? <laughs> uh,
0: yeah, it all kind of like went to this pinnacle, and then it was like.
2: Wee, like,
0: like that, sh- like that, sh- like that shit up, Douglas. Tell us what yeah, we got. Yeah. All right, we got some questions here. We Ask have, us. We wrote them on the board this
3: time. Yeah, we did. <laughs> We've got Ethan Hale. How frequently should you change up your workout?
1: In the past, uh, I would have said as often as possible. To always change up confuse your workout. It, confuse, confuse it. Confuse it. Uh, now I've un- I I understand that uh, it's important to change your workout, but it's also important to not change it. Too often or too quickly, because there's several uh, layers of adaptation you want to go through in the new style of training that you're in. So I'll give you an example.
0: I want to. I want to say. I want. Okay, go ahead. Finish. I'll, then I'll disagree with you. Go ahead. I'm sorry. No. Okay. Go ahead, finish Sorry. You guys are honoring dick no, today. I'm, I'm getting them today. Getting them to, you know, so here's what I I mean. catching him sli- I'm catching them <laughs> <him> slipping, <today. laughs> d- slipping today. If I tried, Slippery let's say
1: I tried a brand new, I'm going to use an extreme example. Let's say I tried a brand new exercise that I've never done before. Let's say I try a Turkish get up um, and I've never done a Turkish get up before. I'm doing the Turkish get up. I'm not very strong at it because I'm new and I'm using, uh, let's say, a 20 pound kettlebell. Um, and it's a new exercise I did today. Next workout, uh, I do another exercise. Next workout, I do a different exercise. I'm always changing all the time. I never gain the benefit of really improving in the Turkish getup because there's layers of adaptation that start to happen. Before I can really get stronger at that perfect movement, I have to perfect the movement. There's coordination that has to build. There's stability that has to build. Yeah. There's all these different things that have to build. Skill. Yeah. There's exactly before I can well, really some get
2: require the m- even more time links so, too. So
1: that's what I'm saying. Yeah. So like a squat, for example, if my skill at squatting sucks, I'm not getting the most out of the exercise uh, versus if I have great skill and great skill takes consistency and practice. This is why all of our maps programs are broken up into phases because you do change the the adaptations you're chasing. But you stay within a phase for for between, you know, some of our phases are two weeks and some of our four weeks. Well, and a lot of the
2: the, the staple moves that we are trying to still build, develop the skill are in there because you're just doing it uh, with a different adaptation in mind. So, you know, we're still reinforcing. You're still practicing your squat. Yeah, we're still reinforcing that same skill and improvement. Uh, so that way we don't, like, you know, steer too far away from that.
1: Exactly, because you'll see some studies that uh, go back and forth on this. Some studies will say, It's better off to change every single workout. Other studies will say, no, it's better to stay consistent within a certain period of time. Uh, A lot of our uh, recommendations, uh, most of our recommendations are based off of our experience as personal trainers. And among the three of us, we've trained thousands and thousands of clients. And then we've trained lots of trainers who've trained lots of clients. and. If you're super advanced, which makes this
0: like the seventh degree from Kevin Bacon, like that. Uh, is it really something yeah. like that?
1: I like more bacon references. Seventh <laughs> degree. If we here's the thing. I'm uh, hungry. Training all these people. Here's there's some things that we've learned. One of them is like if somebody's super super experienced and very well versed in a lot of exercises, a lot of movements, then they may get away with doing more frequent switches in the workouts because they don't have to learn the exercises much and really build up to getting some of the gains from it. But the vast majority of you, if you're doing something new or you're training in a new rep range or you're training with a new speed or you're doing a new variable for adaptation, you're better off focusing and developing that for at least a few weeks before you switch Uh, Because you're gonna number one, you're gonna get the most out of it, and number two, it's measurable. That's another thing too. Like, how do you measure how well you're progressing when you just change all the time? That was a
2: big point I was gonna bring up through your whole, you know, talking about that. Because the the first thing I think about is like, how do you really know uh, how you know you're gonna improve if you don't spend enough time measuring your progress? And, And you're not gonna give yourself enough time if you're constantly switching it up uh because you'll never see like it, it, this contrast so you want to make sure at least you build up enough to where you have enough data to kind of pull back from so now you can actually see like a, a you know a, a distinctive
0: difference
1: exactly so
0: <laughs> I Should have never told him I was going to disagree with him because then he went and covered all his fucking bases. <laughs> yeah. You see, like 15 it minutes, took right? Ever, yeah. dude. It was yeah. going to be a short little yeah. response, but then oh, when I came like, out and said I'm going to disagree, he's uh, like, Let me think with this motherfucker. So I'll just let went me off think, on it. Yeah, let me think <laughs> what angle Adam's going to try and come on he's he's like, like, me. Let yeah. me sprint here, I'm going to sprint over here, I'm going yeah. to sprint right there. Yes, he uh, did. Oh, yeah. What, 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 what was that? Adam? <laughs> yeah, right. How are you going to disagree with me? Yeah. So. That being said, I 100% agree with Sal. Now, uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't, here's here's um, here's what I was going to come out and say, and he he did lightly touch on it. Um, mm-hmm. I I've yes, been in, <laughs> I've oh, been yeah. in, I've been in both extremes, right? Where I was the uh, the guy who you know has been stuck doing the same thing forever, and then I've been the guy who is every single workout um, did something completely different and never duplicated a workout. So I've, I've lived in both, and, and I think there's pros and cons to both, and I think that's what's important to address here. And the question says, how frequently should you change up your workout? Well, that's kind of a vague question because if, if you were looking just for overall health and movement and mobility and stuff, I actually think there's tons of benefits to always changing your workout every single workout and always throwing curveballs to it. Now, are you going to get very good at a skill? Are you going to see yourself progress as much as somebody who actually program designs and phases things out like we do? Absolutely not. You're not. You will not. And there is definitely uh, studies to show this, that it is more beneficial for you to stay in a phase and then transition out. Although there is lots of benefits to constantly be changing your routines up. I think the two, and this is anecdotal right here. For me, the biggest difference that I have noticed was this: when I was changing my routine all the time, is some of the best I ever felt as far as movement and aches and pains were were were. I felt in good shape, endurance wise. I felt like I had good stamina because I was doing lots of sometimes super setting, sometimes heavy, sometimes light, sometimes you know plyo plyo type stuff. Like I was always doing different workouts, and I felt like it made me a very well rounded, which is probably. Attributes to what we talk about all the time with me in the gym. I'm not, out of all of us, I'm not the strongest guy in anything, right? Uh, but I'm pretty strong in all my lifts and movements. So that's also where it's hindered me. Because I trained a lot like that, I'm pretty good at everything, but I could have been a lot better on squatting. I could have been a lot better at deadlifting. I could have been a lot better at certain movements and made more gains. Had I phased my workouts? Had I focused on a, like the squat and making it a skill? You talked about a Turkish get up, you know, f- focusing on it like it's a skill and performing it and training it for a while to get better and better and progressing at it. Versus,
2: well, well it- I see this all the time too with uh, circuit training, and I feel like people get stuck in this mentality that they want to put it all together and they want to do it in a uh, confusing fashion. So it's so
0: CrossFitty, right?
2: Yeah, it, it, I mean, it's very like crossfit does it to the extreme of course but you know just even for your everyday person like you'll see an infomercial on tv and like really a lot of the programming is based off of like trying to find just throw a a collective amount of the most intense like movements and we're just going to put them back to back so you get your ass kicked whatever it is then the next one is totally random then the next one's totally random and it's all conditioning endurance and you know uh uh, lifting weights all kind of Clustered and combined
1: together. Well, well I want to yeah, I want to touch on on what you were saying, Adam, because you, you're not you are not uh, you're actually a horrible example of uh, you know w- w- who someone should look to in terms of how well switching up workouts um, all the time works because of your vast experience knowledge. And I'll ask you this question uh, right here: When you were changing your workouts, what dictated? what you were doing, how I felt a hundred percent. Now, how many people can you say listening right now? Uh, really can, can understand how they feel and know where to go with a really workout. good backhanded compliment. That was, yeah. That was, no, I sorry. mean, it's true. Because, I know. No, it's perfect because it's, he's talking about how, how balanced he felt yeah. Yeah, he's when he's not, he was doing he's
2: not a typical person.
0: That no, would be doing he
1: knows his body. He right. understands. And he also knows training. And yeah. so he can go in there and say, I feel like this,
0: I'm doing this. No, I agree. You know, that's an excellent point. It's an excellent point. If you're not in tune with, uh, you with that, you most certainly are. I mean, let's be honest. Everybody is going to benefit more through programming and phasing. Of course. Does that not mean, though, that you couldn't be the person? That's all I want to point out. That you could definitely be that person and be very fit and enjoy workouts. And, you know, but most people, let's be honest, most people are tuning in and listening right now are looking to Progress. You know, I think there's very few people that are listening right now. Be like, you know, I just love listening to these guys. They're just so funny to talk to and listen to. But uh, I really don't need to do any of the shit they're talking about. I'm happy right where I'm at. You know, most yeah. people are seeking more information, seeking, uh, you know, knowledge. To progress. Yeah, to progress, to to better, whether it be their their look, their performance, whatever. Most are looking to progress, hands down. Well- You know, phasing your your routines.
1: Well, you know, you guys, people like to say I have good a lot of good anecdotes. Here's an anecdote, okay? Uh, If I'm riding a bike for speed, analogy, I have analogy, I have to, excuse me, uh, analogy, I have to learn how to ride. I have to learn how to ride a bike well before I can go fast. You are not going to get the most out of your exercises if you don't do them well. So by changing shit up all the time, especially if you're not super advanced and know how to do all these exercises well. You're not going to get a lot out of these movements. You know, if I go in the gym and say, oh, new shoulder machine, or oh, I saw the shoulder exercise, I'm going to throw this one in today. I'm not good at that movement yet, therefore, I'm not getting the most out of it. And this is why even staying in the same exercises for two, three weeks at a time is a good idea. You want to get good at the exercise because right. then you can squeeze out you know, the kind of results you're going to get at the exercises that you wouldn't get if you weren't good at them.
3: The Real Josh Gill. How do you balance friendships that run counter to your fitness goals? Mm.
0: That's oh. I wonder how old this person was. Did you look at their page at all? Yeah. I didn't look. He, he said his friends want to drink like and shit. He's probably in his twenties.
1: Yeah, he's probably in his twenties. So I'm guessing. You
0: get a bunch of married friends and they'll
1: fucking <laughs> lo- they'll
0: love you. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> They're like, hey,
2: buddy, come on, man. Yeah, you want to come over yeah. and watch yeah. TV? I want to watch. Yeah,
0: it's w- a. I, I would wanna say watch you party. Wouldn't I? I mean, I don't know about <laughs> you guys. Have you guys? Um, it's Have like you, a porn site. I want to watch you party. <laughs> I
2: want to watch you party. dot
0: you, Do you guys hang out with the same <laughs> people you were hanging out glasses. with in your are twenty to twenty five year twenty five years old? No. That's why I was asking how old he was. Justin, what about you? What are you hanging out with the same guys you were hanging out with between 25 um, your... Not really. I mean, it, it, or very infrequently. Let's just say. <laughs> right. Yeah. I think that just kind of happens naturally. and That's. I think everybody goes through this, and, it, and everybody goes at different ages. You know, some mm-hmm. people, it might happen in their early to mid-20s. Some people wait it's till- It's called maturity. Yeah, and that's kind of what it is. You're, and what it is, is is, you're at one point, you are comfortable with saying that these are my priorities. I care more about this. I don't give a fuck about my friends pressuring me. If they're really good friends of mine, they're not going to pressure me to, yeah. do, to do shit that I don't want to do that right. I'm- I, I care about bettering myself and my health and whatever, um, and you will either, one, continue to uh, fold and give in to the pressure and then find this struggle, or you'll finally decide to stand up for yourself and say, um, no, I'm not going to get drunk on every every single weekend because I care about progressing my fitness goals or whatever it may be. And you know, if they don't start changing what they're doing, and they don't want to hang out doing other things that don't involve drinking and eating shitty food, then you maybe they're not your best friends, well, or maybe if, they're not the same place in their lives as you are. Well, here's time.
1: the problem: the problem starts with um, how you bond with these people in the first place. Because I definitely have friends that I bonded through partying, mm-hmm. and that's how we became friends. Very and these are my friends that I party with. Outside of partying. I never bonded with them with other things. That's what we had in common was yeah. that we partied together. And in your 20s, you're going to have a lot of friends like that. Like, "Oh, these are my boys. We go out and we get smashed and and if you take that out of the equation, all of a sudden you have nothing to bond over." It gets weird. Yeah, there's there's nothing to bond over like we we have nothing that we really have in common or that we like to do aside from going out and drinking or whatever. And so this is and it's not good or bad. I'm not saying it's a bad thing, and it's not I'm not saying they're not your real friends it's just throughout your life you're going to become you're going to have a lot of friends that you're going to bond with over particular things you're going to have your that one friend that likes cars like you do and you guys bond over cars or that one friend that you know you like to party with or whatever and then much much more rare you're going to have people you bond with on multiple levels or on all levels and those are the people who aren't going to give a shit if you don't go drinking with them or eating shitty food those are what some people would call real friends i think they're all real friends but those are the friends that'll be around for, you know, a very, very long time because it's it's like I have, look, I, you know, me and my cousin are very, very close and, you know, I, I'm close with a lot of my family and they don't even ask me, you know, we go out to, we go out to eat or whatever. They don't even, they don't pressure me like, come on, eat the pizza or eat the whatever because they know I won't and they don't care. You know, yeah. it's like Sal, that's just Sal. He's not going to do it and that's his thing. Yeah. And it's not an issue. Um, the people that used to have issues with it, I think with them, I think when people are pressuring you um to drink and they're like come on man just have some fun because they don't they don't know how to bond with you otherwise you know what i'm saying so to them they feel left out it's almost like you left the relationship you know what i'm saying it's that one friend that you used to drink with all the time and now they don't want to drink anymore and you almost feel like they broke up with you because this was our thing dude this is what we did (laughs) so it's it's heartbreaking it's just reality it's his life man and as you get older like adam was saying Probably a lot of these friendships, are, you know, you'll, you'll be cool with them and whatever, and you'll contact them every once in a while. But you, they kind of dissolve uh, once you, things start to happen because these look; these guys are going to grow up. A lot of them are going to get married. A lot of them are going to have families, and they're all gonna, they're going to want to stop yeah. going out and partying every weekend. Or if they don't, then they're the g- degenerates. You know, but uh, for the most part, I think you know a lot of them will, and then maybe you guys can you know be close then on on different
0: terms. I think that's uh, such a good point. I think you said that really well. I think this is actually. A really good topic on on many levels because there's a lot to be there's a lot to be said about uh the people you choose to surround yourself with Mm -hmm. um i i've i noticed a lot in myself when i started to become more selective i'm super people person so i love having friends and i was all i was the kid growing up who was all popular and had all different friends and all different groups and I cared a lot about that stuff and I cared I used to care about what people thought of me and I was I was into that I was definitely into that and I and I still have lots of friends and liked and like lots of people um, but I, I started to realize I get, as I got older that the the ones that I, I surrounded myself with a lot and the, that I spent time with I found myself being like them or doing those type of things and finding myself at the same pace of their life. Uh, and so I I learned early on that if I started surrounding myself with people that were highly motivated and intelligent and uh, go-getters, man, like it started to affect me. I was already somebody like that. So then I started to seek others that were at my level or beyond and more often not beyond. I wanted, to, I wanted people that were going to push me and push me to be a better person all the way around. And it's not to say that you can't have some drinks and be a good person, but when when I read a question like that, I think that this person is struggling because they have friends, and those friends don't are wanting to do certain things, and they don't really want to do those things. Well, I mean, when you talk about uh, if how motivated of a person you are, whether it's a fitness goal or financial goal, you know, if somebody is holding you back, I did a quote a long time ago. I gotta I gotta find it. It's a really good quote uh, regarding ships, and it's like friendship relationship you know all the all the words that end in ship right and it says you know if this if this if your ship isn't taking you anywhere abandon ship uh, you know yeah. and it's it is right if you are in these and this that goes for relationships that you're in or friendships all these ships if you ain't going anywhere in there it's time to abandon ship because if not you're going to get stuck in that that kind of same spot and get a yacht. Yeah. you know what i'm saying you know and, and, and that's
1: that's ultimately what you're talking about adam it's not mean because I, I think some people are listening saying, oh, you know, you're, you're just being selfish with your friendships and people will put a negative spin on it. But that's not true. What Adam is saying is that that the, the best friend that you should ever have or the friend that you should honor the most uh, is your own self. And that's all he's talking about is you are honoring and loving yourself uh, as a priority before other people. And again, that might sound selfish, but if you really want to be a good friend, you have to be that person to do that anyway. Well, you
2: know? I, I mean, I also think, too, like there, there's those friends that like so I I left for like years, you know, going to school and I didn't have any friends, you know, and it was a whole starting over process for me. So it was totally like one of those things where um, you just start paying attention to people and who you want to surround yourself with and stuff. And uh, I was very I started to become more selective, you know, and like really understand why I was friends with certain people because of what they're bringing to me. And like, you know, also like what was challenging about them sometimes for me that I felt was a good thing to refine in myself and make me a better person. And so, you know, I still have friends like that coming back. It's the easy, it's like a comforting thing where I had like just like very select few friends I even came back and connected, reconnected with and we're still friends. Uh, But like Adam's saying, like I still... You know, they, they have attributes I love and, I, and the, you know, and I care about and I always will. But there's also attributes that I need. And that's where a lot of the professional like go getting like super like crazy work ethic people like kind of fit into that realm on top of that. And so it's like, um you know, just just figure that out. You know, just look at, you know, look at your relationships like like he was talking about and, and, and just sort of assess. Uh, Where you're gonna go and it doesn't have to be like you're you
0: know, you're Completely just bringing everybody with you. Yeah, well, you know this listening to you talk about that right now It reminds me of this What we have built in our forum Mm -hmm. is this this really really cool place where? like-minded people can come and be supportive for one another and and it's pretty neat to to watch uh, what it's turned into and and I and you know I know a lot of that has to do with how we started it and how you know what we talk about on the show and about personal growth and being open minded and to you know the the people that are on there it's amazing it's so cool to see look at how many relationships and friends that have started off that it's like crazy yeah. Yeah. so many mind pump people that have that are across the state from each other or even in the same city and they found each other on the forum and now they've linked up and become good friends
2: moving closer oh yeah yeah Yeah, no
0: it's been really cool to watch that and you know those people are out there so you know and, and you will you'll have uh i i believe that everybody in our our life serves a serves a purpose and and you serve a purpose for them And sometimes I feel like uh, the purpose has been served uh, and it's time to move on. And that's really tough to say sometimes when those are people that you've spent 15 years of your life. And it doesn't mean it needs to be like this ugly breakup. No, you still, like, you
1: still you love yeah, them. You still
0: respect yeah, them. Yeah, yeah, it doesn't right. have to be like, we can't be friends anymore because you want to drink right. No, it's just that, you know, when you ask them what they're doing on Saturday and they're like, oh, we're going to go drinking here and then we're going to do some Coke here and we're going to do that. And, you know, <laughs> whoa, just, whoa. and you're like, wow, oh, man, we did that last you're like, Saturday. Okay, hey, I'll be hiking. i will
1: be like, hold on a second. I won't drink.
0: All right. When are we going? <laughs> <laughs> you know, you're like we didn't we just we just did that Saturday and the Saturday before that, you're like Hookers and all that. Um I'm with you. You know, maybe uh oh I, th- I think I'm actually gonna go lift, you know, if any of you guys wanna do that. And you know what? And I, one ones will be you know, it'd be funny too. Sometimes you'll see this in groups too, like when when I've been this way is there's sometimes another person in the group that actually feels how you feel, but they just don't feel like standing up they to didn't the voice. It, yeah. They didn't voice it because they're not as strong as you are. And because you stood up first and said, you know what? I really don't want to do that. It just, I don't feel like poisoning my body for another day. I, f- I feel like I'm working towards a goal right now. And you gotta be a maverick, man. Fucking a, yeah. yeah. You voice that. And then son of a bitch, guess what? Someone yeah. else speaks out and goes, you'll influence all of them. Watch it happen all the time, yeah, yeah, all yeah. the time. So sure. yeah, don't be, don't be afraid. Fit
3: Farias, what is a sign that calories are too low when you're cutting?
1: This is a good question because I used, to, out. I used to do this. <laughs> <You're>, <laughs> it's a, first a good, sign, you're real, <laughs> you're hungry. No, I'm just kidding. I um, uh, this used to happen to me. Uh, I judge my calories or my food intake in terms of quantity and how many calories. Uh, a lot by my performance. So if let's say my goal is to get leaner and I'm getting leaner in the gym, um, and I'm looking in the mirror, and I can tell that I'm getting leaner, and I'm weighing myself, I'm losing weight, but my strength is staying pretty stable, um, then I feel like I'm okay. My calories are probably okay. I'm getting leaner. I'm not losing performance. When I'm in the gym and I notice a reduction in my strength and my in my stamina, when I go for a hike or a bike ride or whatever, and I notice that I just don't have the the oomph behind you know uh, each step or each pedal, I know that my calories are probably uh, too low. So um, you want to pay attention to those things. Cutting is great. It's fine. You want to lose the weight. That's fantastic. But you also want to be able to perform while you're doing it. That's the delicate balancing act. That's why we typically recommend, you know, we've said this millions of times before or many times before, uh, mini cuts and mini bulks. Um, You know, rather than going on these lengthy periods of time where you're eating uh, at a calorie deficit. Um, go at a calorie deficit and then throw in some days of maintenance and a few days of surplus, and then go back into your deficit. And that tends to keep the body fed well enough to maintain performance, but also you know maintain a deficit to you know be able to get leaner. So, what about you guys? <laughs>
2: I think you answered it.
0: Uh, yeah, you know I'm awesome. trying. It's because it's kind of a vague question. Yeah. Uh, what is the sign that calories are too low when cutting? Um, there could be a lot of signs. You could be dizzy you could be tired and fatigued you could be fun you could find yourself really weak inside the gym um hunger is not a, a sign of that normally Normal. no you'll get <laughs> hungry yeah oh, <laughs> you yeah. could easily get hungry for not up, eating ice cream right one night. um and then always checking to make sure you're hydrated yeah, that's important real. and it, it it really each person depend how overweight this person is that's cutting um would would change this answer too if somebody is Really, really overweight. Think of it like this. Um, all the body fat that we carry, that's all stored energy. And the more stored energy you have on your body, uh, the more room we have to play with running with deficits and stuff because there's less of a risk of you doing some serious damage or starting to metabolize muscle. Yeah. Well, if that's that's
1: a good point because yeah. uh, as well as I manage, and I, I guarantee you you've gone through this as well, as well as I manage my performance when dieting, or getting leaner, uh, there is a certain point that no matter what, I'm going to lose some strength, and that's yeah. when I get down below, typically below seven six percent body fat. I see I see declines in strength,
0: and that's because yeah, less
1: stored energy. Yes, and and what right.
0: happens at that point is you become so lean, there is very little stored energy for the body, and and you're pushing it, and you're living in a deficit, and you're of course because we don't have the the tools yet to be able to measure exactly when the body decides to switch over from using glucose over to using fat over to using muscle we don't have that right now we try and go off a feel or guesstimation based off of how we eat but most certainly it can't be happening and if it ever is going to happen more frequently it's going to be somebody who is extremely lean and is continuing to push their body it's less likely to happen to somebody who is way overweight yeah you're carrying 50 extra pounds on you that's lots of stored energy that your body has well i think they're yeah they're two
2: totally different scenarios like you got your person the super lean or your person that's kind of overweight that's experiencing they think that they're in low calories when uh maybe it's just a response like a hunger response that they're responding to like oh my god i must be dying because you know ghrelin is talking to me Mm. yes you know it's not the case it's something that they need to mentally discipline uh themselves to uh uh, really experience that state and and drive through it and that's where you're going to get into the uh uh, ketosis and all these other benefits you're going to get you know well this is why
0: i was i was kind of like hesitant to to chime in here because i think how i would answer this would it would really be dictated by who was sitting across from me yeah and who i'm talking to because because there's not like a, a definite answer of this is the answer and not only is there and that is for lots of different people, different body types, different goals. So there's a lot of different
1: Well, I think, you know, performance still though. I like yeah. using the performance energy performance. Yeah, cuz even a those. really heavy person if 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 we're training and their strength is going down, they're losing lots of weight, but they're also losing lots of strength and stamina. Mm-hmm. I'll be like, "Okay, let's look at your food intake. Your calories may be too low." Yeah. yeah. Same thing with somebody who's who's lean, although When you get to a certain body fat percentage, you're going to lose body. Your your performance is going to drop. But let's
0: go to that person. Let's talk. Let's just stick with one person and give an example how there can be so many variations. So we have this really, let's say this obese person, right? They're 100 pounds overweight, and um, they're restricting down to, uh, let's say, 1,700 calories, Mm -hmm. uh, which is pretty low, but it's still, you know, in a a healthy range where we can get a decent amount of nutrients in, and uh, and if they have lots of body fat, they've got plenty, plenty of stored energy. Now that person how they were eating before makes all the difference. Of course. So if they yeah. were somebody who was eating, you know, 3500 to 5000 calories every day of garbage and all shit and then all of a sudden they switch over to eating really whole natural foods and they're only eating 1700, that's way too extreme of a of a cut for that person. But let's say this person Well, was, okay, so you're you're okay, I see what you're you saying. Under, you understand where I'm yeah, going. Here? Yeah,
1: yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm I'm Strictly referring to the signs, uh, but you're right uh, because even if there were no signs that the calories are too low, that's a massive cut in calories and that could cause a lot of uh, adaptive thermogenesis and make the person's metabolism start to slow down. So that's a great point, Adam. I mean, mean, uh, even if you have no signs, if you're reducing your calories – a dramatic cut in calories uh, right off the bat. Is probably not a good idea. Besides the fact uh, that psychologically that'd be very difficult.
0: Right. You so know? this goes, in, this was actually my tip of the day today. So this kind of goes in line. Um,
1: Adam's tip. Tip of the day. Well, it, it, puts what I, it in.
0: I was talking about how, how behind. I start, how do I figure out a deficit was the tip was, how do I figure out a deficit, a caloric deficit for somebody who's just starting off to lose weight? And, so I would take this person, no matter how heavy or overweight you are, or what we're trying to do, and for a week, I want you to cut all your activity, and I want you to eat, and I want you to, our goal is to not gain weight, not lose weight. I want you to eat when you're hungry. I want you to make good choices while you are, but I want you to stay satisfied. I want you fed. I never want you going hungry at this point, because all I want to see is I want to see where your body levels out. I want to learn where homeostasis is I want to see you want maintenance yeah I want to see seven days of tracking of you eating when you're hungry whenever you want it just you know eat till you're satisfied be mindful and, and see let's see what happens and you know, make sure our weight's maintaining. Obviously, if you're over-consuming, you're gaining weight. You know, If you're not. And if you're under-consuming, you're going to start losing. I don't want you to lose. So if you're losing, I would tell that person, okay, next day we need to bump up a little you're bit. You're trying let's- to figure out the number. Yes. I want to find out where you stay the same. And then wherever that number is, now I have a more uh, realistic number to go from as far as where. how do I know what's too far from restricting from that. So whatever that number is, let's just say hypothetically that person averages 2500 calories a day they don't gain weight they don't lose weight now i have a base now i can either decide one to create the deficit through uh calories so through, through less calories or i can create a deficit through more activity and i always base that off of how um how well i think that person is eating and what i mean by that is if i look at somebody who is you know 200 pounds are they staying there the same way, only eating 2,000 calories a day? Then I know they have some metabolism issues going on a little bit. You know, it's not ideal. They may not have metabolic damage, but they're not in the their metabolism isn't working for us right now because they're only eating 2,000 calories and they're staying at 200 pounds. Now, if that person is able to eat 3,500 calories or so and stay at 200 pounds, I know they have a pretty healthy metabolism. And so that person, I could get away with restricting calories uh, and be totally fine because they have plenty to play with. Somebody who's 200 pounds is already eating 2,000 calories and isn't losing any weight. Restricting them down to 1,500 could be pretty low. So that person, I might try and focus more on building strength and muscle. Amping the metabolism. Yeah, amping the metabolism up versus trying to restrict and create a caloric Mm -hmm. deficit. So a lot of answers to this one.
3: Our final question is from Blake Fawcett. Oh,
0: good old Blake from the forum. Blakester. Yeah, you're going to love this question. Blakey.
3: Of the men in this room, you have to choose one to marry, (laughs) one to have sex with, and one to kill. (laughs) What? (laughs) Go. So so easy. (laughs) So
2: Uh, easy. So easy. All right. Can we put up disclaimers, though? Like, if somebody here, like, got picked, like, you know, like, we pick Adam, let's say. We all bang Adam. Right. Right.
3: We've
0: are we? Like, <laughs> I don't want to gangbang. I don't want to gangbang. Just, yeah, just can he can just, he fight his way out? Uh, bro, bro, yeah. you get your turn yeah. when your turn's Listen, up. I don't want
2: to get, get gangbanged because you, you. You get your turn. Yeah, I, this Fine. Is, this yeah. is
1: super super easy for me. Let's okay. hear it. I'm, super easy. So I'll start with the hardest one, which is sex. Who would I have sex with first? Well, Justin, obviously. Come on. <laughs> obviously, ah. he's got the he's got the he's got that big white this cake. Is so you know what <laughs> I mean? He's got those big pearly uh, white glutes. Son of a. Bitch. You know what I'm just yeah. enough, just uh, uh, you know, creep- wax him up, and you can't, you can tell the difference. <laughs> you, then I go, <laughs> you creep me out.
2: I think
0: he can. Bo- <laughs> I think outside. he can booty clap. Oh, I man. think he's the only one who yeah. can, yeah.
1: can yeah. booty clap. Yeah. See, I'll make
2: some Instagram videos. I'd be get,
1: famous. Then uh, to kill, uh, definitely Adam. Because <laughs> if we were, if we were, no, I love you, bro. If we were gorillas, like you would, I would have to kill oh, you, you guys, to mate with all the female see, gorillas. Like, I he's I competition. See. You know what I'm saying? Mm. It's all smart. And of course, I'd marry Doug. Because Doug would just be he'd keep my shit organized. Uh the house would be clean. It'd be fucking great. You know what I mean? He'd be a great
0: you'd be a great husband, Doug.
3: You'd be a really good husband. Easy, easy question.
0: Wow. Let's see here. Okay. This, I, this makes me uncomfortable. Uh, question. It's, it's I, I too will start with the rare. hardest with the hardest one. Um although I wasn't I wasn't thinking about having sex with Justin until Sal said. Son that. of
2: a bitch! Come on, that's so, why I brought that example up. I, that I'm going to bang I, you yeah, because. So... Listen, I knew you guys were going to pick me. I felt this feeling. You guys are looking at me a certain way. I was like, oh, there's all tension was in the air. <laughs>
0: it's like, who picked this question? Yeah, I. Uh, you know, I, 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 if I've, this was prison, oh, <laughs> I'm going to, I'm going to stick with my Dude, original, I'm doing something nasty my original myself. decision though is I'm probably going to fuck Doug. Uh yeah. finally, <laughs> yeah. thank you. And that's just cause there's a reason why we Somebody call him the spinner. Up. I would I would <laughs> I toss him around and carry him. Oh you like? Yeah. Just I feel like I could do so much He's very more mobile. with him. just yeah, yeah just yeah. Justin would be hard to throw around the bed. You, you know what I'm saying? Probably, <laughs> dude. And I feel like if Justin fought me like I mean, we'll it, smash. Would, it would be really rough Or I think I could get Doug. I think I could pin Doug <laughs> down if I need to. So, <laughs> so it's a resisting opponent? Yeah, yeah. Oh, oh, I don't oh my goodness. In my
1: scenario,
2: Justin was willing. So yeah, different. that's why I want to bang Sal. No, no, because no. he's the craziest.
0: No. Like, you yeah, know what yeah, I mean? He would be like we got like whips. Well, and, this, is know? Why, no, this is why. No, this I'd be pick, melting hot wax on his I head. Did, I didn't pick Sal because Sal's you know I mean? a little too freaky for me. Sal's. So what I mean? mean, and I feel that, like
2: that might be fun. I, I, feel like, I feel like you're the easy pick.
0: Yeah. You know what I mean, like that's too easy. Doug Doug's conservative. I feel like I feel like you know it would be it would be easy there. Yeah, so yeah. he would be that he would be sex. Um, and I would have to agree with Sal. I would probably kill Sal. Oh, okay, um, and that's just because I think we're Fuck. so we're so much like each other that we would eventually probably. I wonder
1: ju- if it would be like that movie where you kill me and then you absorb my powers. Yeah, you know
0: what I'm <laughs> actually, you know what? I don't know. I take that back. No, I lied. Yeah, I would you- kill Justin. Oh my god Damn Just because no, I feel like That's I, dark I would, I would kill Justin Because I feel like I could feed off of him longer <laughs> So he would be like I would I would kill him And freeze him <laughs> And you'd eat him And okay. eat him Wow you took that it To a sense, new level yeah, That so doesn't make sense I'm thinking sense. survival So now you're, you're not When I think about it There's you guys None of you Like uh, the Donner I love you all whatever. I love you all so much There's no reason I would ever think To kill you Other than for survival reasons And so if I had to uh, kill One of you Look at
2: him closing us on I this would
0: kill Justin Horrible decision
2: at killing Justin, me Justin he's actually I would keep you alive yeah. <laughs>
1: You you're you're have gonna sex kill with me?
2: Because you wanna have sex. You know with me? what? First you gonna kill me. I mean, ma- like do me, and now
1: you gonna kill me? Damn. <laughs> just, that's, that's dark. They find, would... they find his like bones and body. and They're like, hmm. Uh, apparently, the perpetrators first had sex with him and then <laughs> ate his. <laughs> yeah, boots,
2: I was like, you can't, left the rest of his. You body. Can't take both those questions in one. Yeah, <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> like some sick yeah. cannibals. Yeah. No, yeah. I would. I would marry Sal, and that's probably because uh, okay. he's most like me. Mm. Mm. He's most like me, so I would. I would marry him, kill Justin. I'd divorce you though because you're having sex with someone else. was a stupid question. Been dug. <laughs> oh All right, Justin. Oh my god!
2: I would definitely kill Sal. Fuck. He's just... Because
1: cause he's the one to get back.
2: Because I don't want him to fuck me first. That's awkward. Uh, and second, uh, you know, I feel like he's the most talkative in the group, and I can only stand that shit so long. <laughs> You know, if we're out in the woods and he's just, burr, 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 burr. I'm like, Sal, I'm trying to kill something. Shut the fuck up. You know, he's just ruining it. You know? And then it's like, uh, I don't know. Like, I was going to say I'd marry Doug, but I don't know. Actually, you know, I will marry Doug because fuck Adam for wanting to kill me. I changed my answer to that. You know what I mean? He's like, I'm not going no, to get him. i going to fuck like, you. Yeah, it's like, I mean, hang I'll out with Adam's you, be- man. But, you know, like, Doug's, he's got everything I want you know it's, it's everything there you know it's going to be like an easy decision so I'm, I'm cool with that and then uh, I guess I have to bang at him we'll do that
0: <laughs> damn there it is videotape it it's, on our exactly. it's such a bad thing bro What's it ain't saying? that bad because oh, it could I'm, be worse I'm
1: just a little mad I'm, I'm glad we ended the show on that question uh, <laughs> listen if, if you like if you like our show leave us a five star rating and review on iTunes uh, if we pick it to be the winner you may get a free t-shirt also go to mindpumpmedia.com check out our programs and our testimonials. And we're also on Instagram at Mind Pump Radio. You can find me at Mind Pump Sal. You can find Adam at Mind Pump Adam and Justin at Mind Pump Justin.
3: Thank you for listening to Mind Pump. If your goal is to build and shape your body, dramatically improve your health and energy, and maximize your overall performance, check out our discounted RGB Super Bundle at MindPumpMedia.com. The RGB Super Bundle includes Maps Anabolic, Maps Performance, and Maps Aesthetic.